Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy.
gosh, Portia, I don't know about you, but I'm really going to miss this song. I know. I really want to make it my ringtone for when you call me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, what will other people think? Yeah, they'll be like, who's calling you? Some, like, sociopath. (laughs) I know, but it's such a good song. A raging narcissist is calling (gasps) you. And I don't know if you noticed, but somewhere, like, halfway through season four, when Kendall's, like, amping himself up to go into the office— the intro song was a little different. It had more of like a rap undertone. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so fascinating. Yeah. Um, I just think the music in this show is so good. And even like near the end with the meal fit for the mm-hmm. king, they're sort of playing it, but in a more playful yes. childish way. It's just so good. And I'm really going to miss the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear it like softer, more sad, more exciting yeah. throughout, especially season four. I don't right. recall hearing it differently. Prior to in this. the other season, it's just so so good. But we have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. with season four. Um, I don't even know exactly how to get started because so much happened. I know. Yeah. So so at the end of season three, right? We talked about Tom and kind of the whoa, like Wolf and Chief's well, whoa for you, not for yeah. me. I knew it. I knew it. Tom just still feels like I don't even know. Like I'm still not mad by him. I don't know why. Uh, I think because he's charismatic, yeah. like a true oh, sociopath would be. He could be like a cult leader and I'd be like 100%. Following. I'd be like, 100%, yes. 100%. 100%. He reminds me <laughs> of Tom Sandoval and the whole Vanderpump Rules scandal. Yep. Um, that Another like, Tom. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Never name your child Tom. <laughs> if there's anything we can warn you against from this podcast, do not name them Tom. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think like he's such a snake. He is so slimy. He is so narcissistic. However, he's also charming and he's definitely like more of a covert flavor where mm-hmm. you don't, you might not pick it up as right. much as like Kendall. Oh, yeah. Like throwing himself a big party yeah. and like just being ridiculous. L to the OG. Yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that is like way more obvious. But I think that's what makes Tom so freaking dangerous. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can really just like plow over anyone to get what he wants at the end of the day. And why he's successful. A hundred percent. And why the kids, which we will continue to call them, are <laughs> <Children>. not. <laughs> the children. The adult, fully grown. 40s, 30s, like... Fully adults, but they are children. The kids, um, you know, ultimately aren't successful. It's so funny, right? Because I feel like everyone in the world has been, like, waiting for the season finale of Succession to see, like, who finally gets Mm -hmm. Waystar Royko? Like, who gets it? And then it's Tom. And of course it is, right? Yeah. But we all thought one of these kids would finally... Or no one, like, at all would. At all. Yeah. Right, right. That all of them, yeah. like, it would just be Matson or, like, something mm-hmm. like that. But, like, of course it's Tom. And it's so, I think, scary because I bet this is how it really works, mm-hmm. like, in politics and in the world. Right. And, like, I bet people who are, like, the figurehead of power probably have these underlings that report mm-hmm. to them and do their dirty work. Right. Like Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> Hugo, Carl, Frank, right? We saw them, you know, all kind of unravel a little bit with, um, you know, the threat of losing their job mm-hmm. or with Matson taking over, like, again, trying to play the field to hold on to their own power. But then we really see it with Tom right. and Matson and, like, that dinner conversation they had. And it seemed so, like, crazy to me when Tom was talking to um, 
Carl, Frank, and Jerry in mm-hmm. the pantry right at the f- small funeral um, mm. after, par- after party <laughs> party um, after reception at Logan's residence mm. where Tom's like, mm-hmm. well, I'd like to throw my hat in, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, right. you sound crazy. Right. And then, no. There you go. And they're you all know. bowing down to him in the last... It's just... It's but yeah. it, but he can do that. Like I was thinking, if Kendall got it, I think they all know that Kendall's a little tapped. Like he's he's unwell. Like right. he's he's unstable. He's and, impulsive. Yeah, he's risky. Right. He and he's not smart. No. Like what business savvy does he have to like be in charge? Like none. Right. Again, and even like earlier on, wondering like was Kendall's name underlined or crossed out? Mm. Underlined or crossed out? It was like I saw some people got. Like tattoos of that. What? what? Yes. What? Yeah, I saw it online. Like, a couple people got like tattoos of because I, I didn't go, know like, it with yet. The line. <laughs> because I was like, oh, the line's off. Yeah. And I was like, that's a bad, that's tattoo. A bad tattoo. But it was not. <laughs> it was a perfect tattoo, I guess. Wow. Yeah. The, God. Wow. Getting tatted. Committed. Committed really? to succession. Uh, I think, and that's also, I think, what just fascinates me about the writing of this show because they get it so right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about some other shows like you where they get it really good, like really right. They can really like nail down these dynamics. But this show is like in a different stratosphere yeah. of accuracy and not just with the dialogue, but like the body language, the interactions. Like every time those kids are around their mom, it's just perfectly mm-hmm. acted and written. Right. And it's like I feel so bad for whoever right. on this team has a mother like this because like there's that's the only way you know mm-hmm. i think honestly how to get it so spot on and it just translates so well like you just feel it through your screen and i think that's why we end up like rooting for these kids even though they're right. also awful <laughs> like i just yeah it's wild to me you're on this like ride where it's just like i don't know the highs and the lows the you and hate lows. and then i'm rooting and then i hate and then i'm rooting for them over right. and over and over, over and again. over and over and like also the show is so intense and hilarious like it just it's so good like with the wasabi in the eye on election night and then the lemon salts are burning yes, the yes. And, <laughs> and like was this the season where tom and greg were the disgusting brothers or um, is that starting at the end of season three i don't remember but it's just so it's just so good it is it's just so good and i think Again, like, so we're, we end succession, and I feel like every single character is still exactly who they were at the beginning of season one. There's mm-hmm. been no, like, psychological growth, personal growth. If anything, they're all, like, a more externalized, like, ickier version of themselves. Yeah. All, all the way down to, like, Jerry, Frank, Carl. I feel like the only ones who like grew a little is like just the assistant who quit, mm-hmm. Rava who left, and like maybe the girl with the bangs who was like Logan's girlfriend, Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, maybe um, she's doing well. Maybe she's in therapy and like doing some work. Right. Like you, I could see that. Yeah. She was the old, like, what? <laughs> I know we're jumping around a lot, but at Logan's funeral with the four women in the front, like, what did you think of that? I thought that was so unexpected and just like such a fabulous scene i mean like i love that you know obviously marcia was so 
cruel to Carrie. And, and I you get it, you know, mm-hmm. that was like, and then Caroline being like, this was my Carrie. I know. And then they all kind of bond over yeah. it and they're sitting like in the front row all together. Again, like all those spectators can see all of those women yep. together and they can figure out what's going right. on. But then Marcia's like, at least he's not going to snort tonight. Right. And they can all like bond over yeah. it. It was just like so icky, but perfect. Mm-hmm. And so humanizing and just like, wow, really interesting that they could all bond in that way. Yeah. You know? So I think we should start with Kendall. Okay. He and the other two siblings are, you know, kind of working together post-betrayal with Tom um, with their $3 billion and just trying to come up with all this, you know, these companies and these ideas, the 100. Oh, my God. What a lame idea. It was kind of comical to me. Because I'm, I, I was just like, take, just take the money go and go live on Bora live Bora. Like, yeah, start a little business. Like, why are you? Why do you guys have to work together still? Right. And or it's like, like, don't just no. like go live your life. Right. And they still want so desperately to like get back at their dad at right. this point. They want to. They're going to somehow kind of come in the back door and make the offer. They're working with that family mm-hmm. to buy that other news um, station, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're you know they're kind of going back and forth about it. And Kendall seems to be trying to sabotage that deal. So Kendall's already starting to backstab Shiv Roman and, Roman. and Shiv. So like this, they can't work together. And it's like, really? Again, it's like they always get in their own way. Yeah. Right. But again, that is exactly what happens with people with mm-hmm. these personality traits. Like, no, Kendall is a raging narcissist. He can't right. be on a team of three, right. even if it's his siblings, even if it's in his best interest, even if that's what will lead to further generational right. love for his children. He cannot. He has to be right. number one. He is the eldest boy right. after all. Right. Like that is who he is through and through. So even here again, and it's notable that the only time the three siblings are like the three musketeers is when they are totally like outed, you know, like um, ousted by their dad Mm -hmm. or totally like exiled on the outside. That's the only time. And like even with that, I I would say they're only really on the same page when it's an intense emotion that they can all share, right? So it's like betrayal. They're all betrayed by their dad who sold, you know, is selling their company Mm. and their mom. Mm -hmm. And then they are all together in grief when dad dies. that's such a good point, Portia. But it's like these little moments. They're all together for when at the end Shiv finds out that Matson is betraying her and then they are like no we're gonna vote you know we're gonna take it back we're team Kendall they're mm-hmm. all together in that moment but it's like such short-lived and then yep. one of them can't do that can't tolerate for whatever reason but it's like something always happens they can never be on the exactly same page right though Portia and like what a good observation that they can only align when they're each feeling the exact same emotion, like almost in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. But once sort of like that wave of an emotion starts to crash down or subside and maybe other emotions start to bubble right. up or it becomes less black or white, yes. then they're not yes. totally seeing it and feeling it the exact same way. That's it. Yep. Now they can't be aligned. And it's very extreme. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Because it's yeah. like someone always sabotages it. I mean, yeah. and for for whatever reason, and it's just like you guys can't ever just get it together. You, you can't can ever get it. They together. can never either be empathetic towards the other one and do something, you know, without personal gain involved. Which right. I, you know, we know why. But like, it's just there's no empathy. No, it's so extreme. They are all such extreme. You know, they have such extreme flavors of narcissism. 
that you're right. They 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 really can't. Like Rowan and Shiv cannot tolerate Kendall being the leader. They've mm-hmm. never been able to from mm-hmm. the beginning. Right. That has been their downfall. Like you got to just pick one. Right. You know, and like they just can't. It has to be. I mean, even like when they were at the mom's and Shiv was like, quote unquote, joking about murdering Kendall. I thought they might. Yeah. I would I would not have been surprised no. if they had. No. I really was like, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she was joking. I think she that's like one of those times where she's kind of like Freudian slip. Like yeah, there's like a little truth to that. in the waters mm-hmm. to see like, will Roman go along with mm-hmm. it or not? I bet if he was like going to go along with it, they would have done yeah. it. Or if it would look good for the board right yeah. it would do something for shiv and roman like and maybe they in that moment were like no that'd be like another crisis and that would be bad well i think like what they realized was it'd be real it's really hard to clean up a dead body so unlike yeah. the goldberg they mm-hmm. did have that forethought right right so let's think about kendall's reaction to grief that episode i think it was episode three mm-hmm. where logan dies on the plane like of all places with tom, tom. Of course. I know. Um, so he gets to be there, right? Like he gets to be a part of that, the chaos, which all of the siblings I think would die to I be ha- a part of. I have to say that was the only time in this whole show where I thought maybe Tom is a good guy. The way he like called them and was being so calm and telling them, I'm going to like cry thinking about it, telling them to come to the phone. And I thought like, wow, is he? It, does he have any shred of? Like, I think goodness? he does because I don't think he's like sociopathic, psychopathic. I think that he can understand like those emotions, yeah. and he's like, I think he does love Shiv. I think he just loves himself more. You know mm. what I mean? So it's like he can produce empathy and care, but like. You know, in that moment, that was also, like, the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it looked good, and I think it, it, like, aligned with, like, this is the right thing to do, and it benefits me, you know? Yeah, but also, yeah, I I did feel, though, like, there was more of this is the right thing to do than just it benefits me. Yeah, yes, totally. You know, until at the, I think it was in the last episode, he, he like, really threw it in Shiv's face when he said something about, well, I, I did say goodbye to Logan. Then they were arguing about something, and it, it was, like, a smaller comment. It wasn't as big as their explosive fight mm-hmm. on the balcony before the election. But I thought, like, what a dagger yeah. to throw. Like, what a dagger, remember? Because they didn't get Shiv mm-hmm. in time. Oh, God, it was just heartbreaking. But the portrayal of all three siblings, like the shock of getting the news and trying to figure out how do you say goodbye to a parent you love because it's your father, but you hate because he's been a Mm -hmm. terribly abusive, awful parent to you. Like, how do you say goodbye? And I was actually so glad that they depicted how hard it was for them to figure Mm -hmm. out what to say. And that they didn't all just kind of, like, let Logan off the hook. Right. So Kendall was, like, upset. And then I, I'm I'm not remembering, which I wonder if this is interesting, his, like, actual reaction reaction. Because I'm remembering Roman's Roman. very clearly. I remember yeah, Shiv. Shiv's really clearly. Um, I think Kendall was, like, kind of stunned and shocked, but then knew he had to take care of business. Mm-hmm. Right? He was, like, I think he was the first one who heard Right. Like, I think Tom called him. And so he got to say something to Logan first. And then he was like, we need to get Roman. We need to get Shiv. This is Connor's wedding. How are we going to tell him? His wheels started going. Mm -hmm. And again, that's where you're like, so he should take over the company because he can do that. You know, like stay cool under pressure and like 
kind of like dissociate from your own feelings in order to like, like there's some people who are really good under Mm -hmm. pressure like that. Um, But yeah, I don't remember him having like a, like cry, like he was tearful, but not like in the same way Roman just was so raw. Right. Right. Kendall kind of jumped into action and was already thinking about like, what like the Roman vote. wanted him to stay up in the or no Kendall was like can we maybe or and Shiv were thinking about can we have the plane circle for a while right it was something to so that the end of day would come so that they didn't have to tell the markets and they Ugh. would have the weekend and Roman was like no like no yeah. absolutely not he he needs to come down and receive medical care Roman had the right. hardest time admitting what was happening yes Kendall I think was first too and then Shiv was second but yeah. Roman had like struggled a lot oh my God Kieran Culkin's whole mm-hmm. acting like in this whole series but especially season four was just astounding yeah. i also find myself so attracted to him which we talked about last mm. time and like why like he's a, like this is a terrible character <laughs> i'm more attracted to tom oof <laughs> like why why we got it no, really that's interesting <laughs> we gotta like, analyze that about yeah. ourselves like what does yeah. that say um definitely not kendall or connor no right not logan no maybe greg intermittently mm. just i think greg's so tall i just find like that fascinating boy. well i'm attracted like i'm attracted to <laughs> yeah. roman so like <laughs> that is true makes sense um but no roman's reaction Per, like so raw i cried so re- i did too yeah. like with all of them oh my god and then when shiv came and was like oh i just can't like so shocked and was like why didn't you come get me and they're like we try oh my god just so heartbreaking mm-hmm. and the fact that logan died when they were in such a big fight i feel like that's yeah. almost everyone's biggest fear in yes, the world like is. when you fight with your parents and it's a really big one that they're gonna die before mm-hmm. you can make up and that's why i think so many people do like have different ways of handling it so it's like you don't ever confront you know what i mean some people never right. confront because of that other people it's almost like easier to have it be constantly conflictual yeah um it, it's just like because we can't tolerate the thought of you know being on bad terms and, yeah. or like oh it's just heartbreaking and like then like sort of rewinding and thinking about like that final scene with them all together at the random karaoke place mm-hmm. for connor's bachelor party when will is right. like maybe cheating on him on clear, you know, um, and like the stuff Logan was saying to them that was so despicable mm-hmm. and disgusting. And then he dies. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm just like, are they mad at him? Because I, I could also see and I have, you know, seen patients who have parents like this and then they die when the, in the middle of a conflict. Like a lot of times the 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 children are so mm. mad at their parent. They're like, okay, and now you die yeah. on me when this is happening. Like, this is just like, this attracts, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. It was so intense. I thought medically, their depiction of, I think it was a pulmonary embolism that he died from makes sense. That happens so quickly. It can be fatal so fast. So that depiction made mm-hmm. sense. I can't even imagine. I kept thinking of like the flight attendants doing CPR for hours and hours and hours. Right, because I think that they, you the, have to I think you have to until, until you land. land. And like... That's so traumatizing for mm-hmm. them. And then, like, the team, Carolina, Hugo, all in the back room, like, well, let's just start the press release. Right. And it's almost, yeah. but it's like, that's who should be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, you know, yes, they have a relationship, they have a friendship, whatever you want to call it, with Logan. But I think, like, they, that feels appropriate. Like, yeah. you know, Carl and Frank, they're all, like, Whoa. taken off guard and, and, and upset. 
And, you know, they kind of can pivot because they're not his kids, you know? Right. Like, and, and in some ways, that is like the best way to honor Logan right. is to get your ducks right. in a row. Like to, you know what I mean? As you were saying that, I just had a flashback to it's, it's was it that flight or another flight where Carl and Frank were putting on their compression stockings? Oh, I don't remember but that at all. That's like a really interesting, now you think about like foreshadowing, mm-hmm. because that's often how you get a pulmonary embolism is you have a clot in one of your deep leg veins and it travels up, unfortunately. And and um, a pulmonary embolism is basically a blood clot in your lung vasculature that leads you to stop breathing. Just wish Logan would have put on some compression socks. Mm. Um, especially with his history of stroke and, yeah. and all these things. But um, just interesting. I bet they'll all wear them now. Yeah. I will. I know now I'm like another thing to be anxious about <laughs> while I fly. When I was an intern, like on my medicine rotations, I was always so anxious about a PE. Like that is like the thing that can happen mm-hmm. when you're really sick and all that. I was always so anxious that people were going to have PEs. And one time I caught one. So good. That's good great. for me. Yeah. But like, God, I lived like in such a state of hypervigilance, like checking people's pressures, checking right. people's heart rates, checking their breathing, checking this, making a move mm-hmm. and like squeeze your leg muscles if you can't walk around. Like it's just so scary. So then we see him at the funeral. Oh. So we see him and, you know, we're going to talk about Roman more, but like we see him taking over for Roman because Roman cannot go Again, through with the speech. Of course. He cannot. Right. He should. You should. Like, he pre-grieved. He pre-grieved. So he's fine. Roman's and, fine. Uh, and also, like, I get that. Like, people try to pre-grieve. You, like, wish you could grieve before it happens so it won't hurt so bad. And, like, it just does. Yeah. I see that a lot, especially when people have family members with, like, a neurodegenerative mm-hmm. illness or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. Um yeah, I, I feel like Roman just displayed like all five classic stages of grief, you know, denial, anger, sadness, bargaining, acceptance so well. Yeah. Like he really went through the different ones. And again, it's not like a linear thing. You mm-hmm. can like bounce around and feel things at the same time. But he really displayed that so well. And again, it was like he was really hoping this was going to be his moment to shine. He's going right. to give the eulogy. And then he just can't. And did it break your heart? Yes. When no one went to comfort him. Yeah. Those four women in the freaking front row, your own mother does not go up to and give Jerry. you a hug. Jerry doesn't go to give him a hug. I think I he can. was really feeling the loss of, like, Jerry not yes. being comforting. Um, but, you know, he had just I was going to say, then fired. he had just fired her. Mm-hmm. Um, but still. I mean, again, it's like, that's who Jerry is. Mm-hmm. That's who she is. Right. right? But also, like, a lesson, like, in, in some way, if we look at it really black and white, like, if you do something horrible to me, we're done. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's a really clear boundary. Like, you just fired me and we had right. an inappropriate relationship. But, like, I'm not going to do that. And it's, right. like, his expectation, you know, I think all of their expectations, because they haven't had solid, secure attachments, right. are so skewed. But it's, so like, if warm. you hurt someone in a in a... And if that person is healthy, they will put up a boundary. <laughs> right, right, right. So you can't hurt them again. I mean, like, that's right, normal. Right, right. And again, it's like the mom really should have been the one to oh, comfort yeah. him. Oh, yeah. 100%, right? And she just sits there. Just sits there. And then you think is like maybe, quote, unquote, comforting them by inviting them to her Caribbean villa or whatever. 
And then it's like a sales pitch, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> For her husband. Don't eat his cheese, you know. That oh, whole thing. yeah. Don't eat his cheese. We have no food in this house. Here's the frozen nobbies mm-hmm. I keep. And I was like, this tracks. Right. This woman doesn't eat despite like all of her mm-hmm. money and access. Of course she yeah. doesn't. And even you know that she was pregnant and you still don't have any food right. there. You just have anyone. your knobby ends. Your knobby the, ends in that's, the freezer. And it's like, you know what? That's what she's done to these kids their whole life. Just tossed her frozen mm-hmm. knobby ends at them and said, that's all you get. Yep. That's good. That's it. Yeah, that's that's a good picture. Even there, in this silly little moment, it's so deep. We right. could analyze that, you know, for a while. Right. And again, they all bond and are aligned because they're feeling something mm-hmm. toward their mom right. in that moment. Right. Right. And like that scene with them making the meal fit for a king and just how silly and playful. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much. And I did really feel like this might be it. Mm -hmm. They might get it together. And and then I was like, why did I think that? Mm -hmm. Why was I so optimistic? They just can't. They can't. So then we see, ironically, at the funeral. So Kendall then takes over. Mm -hmm. He does, you know, I thought a well job on the fly and he re- he responds to Ewan's yes um you know information Ewan I thought was interesting because some of the things that he was saying really humanized Logan his whole backstory right. it was like finally we learned about Rose right. and this like oppressive guilt that Logan right. carried with him that it was like his fault mm-hmm. even though it, you know um, finally we got some backstory yep and even Ewan going up to the podium was like I can't believe my own family would prevent me from speaking at my brother's funeral because you're worried about the stock price or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, they would. Yeah. They're trying. And you yeah. could see them all. They're like motioning to Greg to try to pull him back. And it's like, also, like, what are you just tackle Ewan, yeah. Logan's brother, as he's going up? First of all, in front of like press. In That's front what I'm going to say. As if no one can yeah. see you guys like finagling yeah. and like you just look like idiots. Yeah. Right. So that like, was, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. And then I thought Shiv's words were pretty sweet. Um, that was nice that she was able to do it. I don't have a strong memory of it, but what I do remember is that Connor didn't say anything. And I was like, how fitting. That is really fitting. I feel like, again, though, he had a speech prepared. I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. I just forget everything about Connor. And I think that's like, yep, that's how you're supposed to. Right. But also, like, it was so heartbreaking at the karaoke thing. Uh, his little bachelor party when he was able to say to the siblings, you know, after Logan storms out, like, well, my superpower is I don't need love. That's your problem, guys, is you want Mm. dad's love and approval. And like, I just don't need it. And I was like, oh, but yeah, that's how he has survived. And we learn about his mom going to a mental institution. And my thoughts are like, did she really need to go? Or did Logan have so much power that he was able to like pull those strings? And we see Connor's like, like trauma reaction to the wedding cake mm-hmm. reminding him of the cake he ate when they told him his mom went to the site which they all are joking about it's not funny i mean they joke <laughs> about roman being in the cage they joke about i mean it's like these yes. horrible really really abusive things that weren't just like oh ha, you know one time i locked my brother in the dog crate like lol and then i opened the door like no, no. He, he was in there for hours this happened multiple times Dad was like watching. that's weird yeah that's yeah. disgusting but also humor is a more mature defense mechanism right than a lot of the, the other naming ones how horrible everything was it's like they can't even go there no they can't right they would yeah. just like be psychologically annihilated mm-hmm. how how can you it's totally not safe right totally not safe i i hope that they eventually could, mm-hmm. right, if they get into yeah. some good quality therapy. I think the only one 
who maybe ever would, would maybe be Roman. And I hope Carrie, like I hope Carrie, the latest mistress, is able mm-hmm. to get into some good quality therapy and, yeah. and heal. Again, she had a very humanistic, like normal mm-hmm. reaction to being on the plane with Logan and then trying to like grieve. Right. I forgot she was on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to like grieve and also deal with like the shame and um, sort of like public view of her as the mistress. And they like threw her out of mm-hmm. his apartment when she came to get some of her stuff. And it's just sick. Mm-hmm. Super sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we see kind of Kendall, Shiv, and Roman bond again, you know, I'd say like immediately after the funeral, Mm -hmm. at the funeral. And then we see them, you know, all kind of starting to have their wheels turning about what what we're doing. They go on that trip to see Matson at that retreat. Um, and again, they screw themselves, right? Because like Roman loses his cool and like lets it out that they're not going to actually sell to him. Again, if they could have just like kept it in, right? Maybe they could have done the gotten the right amount of votes right. or whatever, whatever, to you know thwart the deal. But again, it's like I think he said what it was like three days after Logan yeah. died. Like I feel like season four took place in like a seven to ten day period, mm-hmm. and like of course they're not functioning right. at their best. Like they are so they have so many raw emotions mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And maybe Matson could like sniff that out because he's a total narcissist in his own yeah. raging way. And I think he's, you know, very like eccentric, very egotistical, but also like he very smart. He sent that smart. woman blood. Ua. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ebba. Ebba. Ooh. And Shiv was like, maybe just don't do that. Don't send like your biological fluid. That's like also just so weird, Portia. Yeah, like, is. what do you make of that? Like, yeah. sending, what is the point? What do you think she wants with your blood? Maybe, maybe he was like, I don't know. Like it's a, it's like a part of him. Like it was a process to give. Like it's like you know he's so rich he can give her whatever. But it's like no, I'm going to give you my blood. Like that's so much more intense than like oh I'm giving you a bracelet. But it's like I'll I'd, I'd rather have the bracelet than. And it seems like Ebba too would rather have the bracelet. Maybe she could make a bracelet out of his blood. She she could make a little necklace. You know she can also hold on to it for a major lawsuit in the right. future, which like maybe he should have thought about. Yeah. You know, but like creepy that's like serial killer level creepy right right like that's like you call the police when someone's like sending you their blood like that is wild he's like you know to me matson is like so smart hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
he's like he's too smart where it's like he is detached from the real world reality what it's like to be a human like i think he's mm-hmm. just brilliant he like created this code he's like but did he i thought at some point in there they said he actually didn't it was these other people and he's taking oh. the credit yikes well maybe he's smart enough to do that he's smart know. enough to do that yeah so we see Matson alexander skarsgård again i always love to see him i yeah anytime. he's great even if he's sending people his own blood. Which tracks he is a vampire in true blood. There you go. Totally tracks. <laughs> um, and I always imagined it as like a huge IV bag full of blood, but maybe it's like a vial. I think it was frozen. And I think I it don't was know why. multiple times. Yeah, it's yeah. just so bizarre. <laughs> so weird. And also so dumb. Okay, we don't have to keep talking about the blood. But um, so we see... Again, Roman and really Roman, like, get in his own way by revealing their evil plot to Madsen, who now knows the evil plot mm-hmm. and can take steps to continue to right. win in the situation. Um, I feel like Madsen probably s- was getting a sense of something going awry and was, like, knows what to say to sort of provoke people to figure out their real mm-hmm. motives. Like, we see that with him and Tom, too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, ooh, what a s- creepy superpower to have. And I think he poked Roman in a way that he saw Roman being, um, impulsive, unstable. Again, I mean, your dad just died three days ago. But so, of the two, okay. yeah, Roman's yes, the one. Yes, 100%. You know? And Kendall is, like, backdooring still everything at that time. He's talking to Hugo. He's trying mm-hmm. to, like, put out mm-hmm. some, some numbers that then Shiv and everyone's really pissed about how that got out and then he says whatever Matson says whatever makes sense to shiv to get shiv on his side right and she takes that bait yeah. because she always does again she gets in her way oh and it drives me nuts it drives me so nuts again because like i feel like at the beginning of the show i thought she was the smart one who just wasn't getting her comeuppance because she's a girl and then like the more we've seen of her, I feel like she's just, like, so annoying. Like, I love the character. Don't get me wrong. But I think they had to have written that because yes. there were points in the last episode of season four that when she's talking to Matson, that I was like, you are so annoying right, right. now. And Matson was annoyed. And, like, right. I think we were supposed to feel that. Right. And, like, that's why, again, this is how Shiv gets in her own way. Yep. Like, you know. She was annoying with her dad in that episode when he, like, yells at her, um, before the big board meeting or shareholder meeting that he like yelled at her and was like mm. you're you know stop like yeah, stop yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 and again like she was like you know to me like grating in my ear yeah, I was she, like, it's Shiv. almost like this like obsessive reassurance yes. seeking which mm-hmm. like of course she has that based on her life right. and how like she, you can't trust yep. anyone and people always screw you over but she hasn't figured out that by continuing to do that, you push these people right. away at your own detriment, mm-hmm. right? So, like, she just thinks that she's, like, so suave and such a good communicator that she'll be the one to, like, go in and smooth things yeah. over and, like, figure it out. Even when she was, like, you know, in the company now and, like, sitting in on the meetings and it's just, like, everyone thinks you're a joke. Yeah. And it's so sad that she can't, like, see that, right? right? Um, oh, Yeah, and I think her... You know, reaction on the phone to like right. So her and Tom are not speaking. They're the actively start, trying right. to get divorced. He gets all the lawyers, yep. Yep. like based on Logan's advice, and then he's the one who's like telling her right to say goodbye to her dad. Yeah. Like it's just even that was was really I'm sure obviously hard for her. Besides the fact that she had to say goodbye to her dad, but it's like Tom is the one who's telling you. I mean, maybe on one hand it was like comforting because there's still like maybe a little bit of 
like feelings there. I don't I don't know. I just can't imagine that. And then she was she kind of went a little bit childlike, like daddy, please don't die. Yeah, um same with Roman. Roman became like more childlike. Which is, that is what happened. Like you yep. regress in mm-hmm. times of like such intense mm-hmm. emotional trauma. Right? right. And I think she was like, That's him there in the coffin. Right. Like but all that is so true. Mm-hmm. You know, like grief is just such a mind fuck that a lot of times you are in such extreme denial. Yeah. Oh, what did you think about the scene between Shiv and Tom on, you know, at their fancy apartment the night before the election? That was a big, big fight. Um, big. I think there, I think it was like they had so much hurt at that point and pain and had hurt each other so specifically wildly up until that moment and i was it was like this has to happen when is it going to happen um i thought tom again just because i still like tom he's like telling everyone how bad he needs sleep right he's like preparing because he has to be up he's like so obsessed with. i loved when he came in and he was like all right party's over everyone go home and i'm like that's always how i want to end the party just be like okay Please leave. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever seen online, like, those memes with, like, you know, party decorations that's, like, a big banner that's, like, welcome to the party. Please leave by eight. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, that's true. <laughs> and if you don't, I will ask you to. I'll ask you And too. then it's yeah. awkward and weird. Yeah. 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 So some of the things that they said were obviously so horrible and hurtful, but, like, true. true. Like, really, I don't know, hard truths, but because... It's finally You're both horrible people, there. but like you guys needed it, to say that. And this is how you like really feel about each yep. other. It was so big and explosive mm-hmm. and disgusting, but also authentic and true. And they were both so angry yeah. and betrayed by each other. And that's when she told him that she's pregnant, right? And he was like, "Is that even true?" Which I, I that's could a see why. Reaction, yeah. because also like the way she brought it up, it does seem provocative mm-hmm. and manipulative. And at that point, I wasn't sure if she still was because yep. we saw earlier on. I will make a note that Shiv calls the doctor by her first name. Yeah, Tra- which I'm not surprised Tra- about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tra- it was probably a personal doctor. You know, if, like. But a also, I feel like people with narcissistic traits don't respect sort of. Um, like professional boundaries or like I can't imagine Shiv giving that um, like professional deference to someone else. Yeah. Right. Like they, they don't. Right. They just call you and by your first name. I, that tracks even when they were um, trying to get Logan into better care earlier, oh. earlier, you know, when he did not die. Oh. Like they were all just like, you know, we need the best of the best. And I think right. like the best even of the best, the they plane, still would have Even sued. when he was dying on the plane, they mm-hmm. were like, we need to get this one on the line. Right. He needs to go here. And right. it's like, guys, like, right. no, you know. Right. Um, but so we, we like learned she's pregnant, that there was a, some sort of testing to be done mm-hmm. that showed everything was okay. But then yep. we see her drinking yeah. throughout the season. And I wasn't sure if she was still pregnant and drinking, which again, I could see her doing, mm-hmm. um, or if she'd had an abortion yeah. and I wasn't, I wasn't sure how it was all going to shake out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, my God, what do you think about Shiv being a mom? Well, uh, you know, having watched all of the season, I think she is the new caroline yeah and she's, she's going to do exactly what she you know caroline did to her i think she's going to be cold and kind of detached she already is um she's already talked about like all the nannies yep. and she's never going to see the kid and like on the one hand i was like is she just saying that to madsen so she gets to be the american ceo but i don't think so i think that's all she knows yeah Oh, awful. And like, I kind of like that we didn't find out if she's having a girl or a boy. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I think both are screwed. Yeah, <laughs> I think girl. Mm, that would be worse in For my opinion. For her, yeah. right? Like yeah. it just in the yes. whole 
again, now she, by sort of maneuvering the way she did at the very end, she has sort of maintained the closest tie to the power, right? By right. staying with Tom mm-hmm. and that like flaccid handshake. <laughs> I know. That was like iconic. <laughs> so iconic and uncomfortable and perfect. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she's staying with him, it seems. They're going to have the baby. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like it's going to be a girl, and so still not really, like, quite the heir, as you would think, mm, of, right? Yeah, like, if she had yeah. the son, who was, like, the bloodline, as Roman was saying. This all starts to remind me of, like, the British royal family, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like, I was kind of, like, as I watched the show, I, I also read Prince Harry's memoirs sort of at the same time. And I was like, is this what their life is like? Mm. I, to- I mean, there's definitely parallels. Right? Yeah. Oh, Rules, you know, expectations, pressure, public eye. Out for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's just so weird. Distrust, you know, probably betrayals along the lines. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. But I I felt sorry for Shiv and really, like, kind of aligned with her when she was at that board meeting. Finally, kind of giving the vote because I think she's, like, I think she's so – on the one hand, she – knew that Tom was going to get it and I think knew that she would be closer to power if Tom did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think really on the other hand, she doesn't think, like she said, that Kendall can do it. I think she's right. 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 uh, Yes. A hundred percent. Like even his reaction, I mean, he's, that just then proved it. And that's why, you know, she left and then just did the vote. Even when they were like, you killed someone. And he was like, well, no. It sounded like he had killed more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It did. It left the room open, like without the old. And that's what, you know, Roman was like, what do you mean multiples or others or or plural when you said that? And and then when he is like, well, no, no, it's just, that's a misunderstanding. That didn't actually happen. It was like, dude, again. Two seasons ago or whatever, that was when you all bonded again right. over this. And like, oh. Uh. And so both would have been hurtful, right? Like, on the one hand, if that was a move and you lied, which, you know, they were like, which one is it? Or, you know, that you have killed someone and potentially right. others. Like, I think he kind of drove himself into the... And he did make the decision about Mencken and the election. Right. Right. So, again, there's just these, like, character... Like this is him. This is who he is. Yeah. And he makes he makes these bad decisions impulsively based on like really intense emotions, which totally makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Because we we know that people with different personality disorders yeah. under stress that gets bigger as as it does for all of us. Like if you have an anxiety disorder and you're under stress, your anxiety goes up. If yep. you struggle with depression and you're under stress, that can be a time is trigger. Mm-hmm. Like this tracks. But you see that with Kendall in such a destructive way. Yeah. Like also Roman, but with Roman, it's more masochistic where it's like self-destructive. Like when he goes into the protesting or, you know, he gets hit by someone or he seeks out love from Jerry only Mm -hmm. to be rejected. Like it's always he's the one getting hurt. But Kendall hurts like people have died. And then like the whole country is now at risk. Your own children are at risk, right? right. Like it just—he seems so the dangerous. most or the least Ooh. self-aware. Yes, like I think they all have self-awareness issues, but I think he seems like the most. He can. He has no responsibility. I no don't know awareness. if he has any self-awareness. Like I feel like zero. Right. Like I don't think he does. Like even like his whole big birthday party is just ridiculous. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But like, um. I think Roman, interestingly, has the most self-awareness of the kids. Maybe Connor, 
maybe Connor mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. That. Uh, then Roman, then Shiv, then Kendall. Right. Is what how I would rank them. So we see Kendall, though, like, um, he's, just, he's just not self-aware about anything. He, mm-hmm. he gets so wounded so quickly, and then he reacts. And it's yes. just like that impulsiveness to have this huge reaction and, and, and change everything with Rava, right? The kids. Yeah. Oh, and the, as you were saying that, it reminded me of, like, back in season one or two where he stole the batteries. Yes. That's, like, a perfect example yep. of, like— And the vapes. Yeah, like he's just having such big feelings. Mm-hmm. I think he'd been felt really rejected by his dad and was angry. Rah, 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 rah. And so he's like, I'm going to steal this. Like he doesn't need to, but he does. Right. And like, so that's like a little way. Mm-hmm. And then there's these huge ways. And we really do see that with the way he abuses right. Rava and his assistant, Jess. Yes. And then his new assistant, yes. who he calls New Jess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but that scene with Rava trying to leave with the kids was so yeah. chilling to me and also again just like spot on mm-hmm. and it really shows you like i bet there's been a lot of domestic violence like this in their relationship yeah. and it's a miracle that she's able to mm-hmm. leave him at all right because like someone with his power and money and access to like lawyers and blah 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 like that's so and freaking scary no self-awareness like hmm, should my kids be with nannies 24 7 or Maybe with their mom and me sometimes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, right. what's best for your kids? Right. Not, it doesn't matter because it's not about them. It's about him. And even hearing about, like, in season three, right, where the daughter was scared, so he hires someone to track them. Like, that's not how you and handle it. And then doesn't it. tell them that. Right. And that's what they're I mean. being followed. That's what I mean. That's not how you handle it. And then, like, even all of that happening, we come to learn um, – Maybe some people picked this up earlier. I didn't until Roman, like, really says it at the end in that big fight that his daughter's adopted. Um, and then that his son maybe isn't biologically his. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure. But then the whole thing with the election just really, to me, epitomized his character. Like, again, like, Roman doesn't care about anything. So, of course, he's like, let's do Mencken because then we can right. squash this Gojo deal. And, th- again, none of them are smart enough to see that Mencken is also out for himself and using you. Like, you can't trust that he's going to come through. Why would you? But they always do. They have this, like, thread of trust that always it's similar with them. Jerry. I see Jerry yes. and Roman and then Roman and Mencken. It's yes. like Mencken is... is connecting with roman on some level that makes roman feel attached and like yes. into him and blind like and i can see nothing wrong and again Mencken probably knows that just yes. like madsen yes right that like yep. this is the weak link yep you know that's why he goes for that mm-hmm. rather than kendall um it's just so classic but yep. and again it's just like i think it also just speaks to how like it's just human nature to want to be able to trust mm-hmm. and to try to attach to something, right. anyone around you. I think especially when you've had such disrupted early attachments like they've had mm-hmm. that you don't know how to tease apart what are early characteristics of a trustworthy person. They have no idea. because no, they don't have really anyone in they their life. They have no idea. And so the people that, right, like that they feel most comfortable with are going to be people who are just like their parents mm-hmm. who are going to screw them over. And yep. it happened again. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I wasn't surprised with Roman in the election. I was with Kendall. I really thought he might not do it. And then I really thought Greg might, like, pause long enough to keep it from happening. Yep. And they all did it. They just went for it, yeah. Portia. And so that, oh. that scene or that episode about the election was so oh. chilling. Yes. Um, 
you know, in a, in, well, I guess this does affect people's mental health, but like, I thought it was just such a testament to, you know, what many, I wouldn't call them conspiracy theorists, but people believe like does happen. Like I do think it kind of does. There's powerful people who control, you know, who gets elected so on and so forth. These news, you know, people calling it like, it's just the, the, the news stations though, I was, and maybe this is true or not. Um, I feel like that is something that I never thought of, right? right. Like how important networks yes. are in yes. like calling states for different um Right. And like politicians. When you call it exactly. And, and I was like, wow, this is woo, this is interesting yeah. just on like a factual side. But I thought it was so chilling. I think there were absolute parallels, right, to like reality and and people's um fears with, you know, the ballots catching on and, fire yeah. and like oh my they're like, Well, there's nothing precedented to for this so right. like let's call it for me right. you know, oh my god it was yeah it was eerily i'm afraid to say accurate because i don't know if that's actually true right i'd like to think this doesn't really happen but it definitely made you mm. go hmm. yeah <laughs> and roman's just like well he said to shift something like you know it, well it doesn't matter like nothing's gonna happen and she was like it, things do happen roman roman like things things do matter like, and then you see you know, kind of the next episodes with the, all the protests, the right? That's why Rava is afraid to take the kids to the funeral because there's a lot of protesters right. about and a lot of people don't like the Roys right. and because of ATN and so on and so forth. So right. it's like, you know, that all kind of came to be because of oh. the election. And then Roman be running in the streets, which is so interesting. I it's know. like he seeks them out. He's fighting with them. He's egging them on. And he's he was, I also pushing. saw that as like, he's so angry that his dad died. And then this happened and he's just so full of rage and like he just like climbs over the hurdle and gets in it and i was like are they famous enough like in society for those protesters to know that's roman roy and like you know atn just called it like would they know that or is it like like if i saw a a murdoch on the street i wouldn't know who they were you know what i mean so i i could but his suit right right. it's like oh it was just such a good perfect juxtaposition and then how he's getting like totally pummeled and then trampled over and i was like this is roman this is him Mm -hmm. you know oh and then like again with kendall like this is kendall this is who kendall is and his his character his like authentic character with like not being able to and he, I just can't fathom it, Portia, that like this is this election is already affecting his family, his children. And even knowing that he still can't put that in front of like sticking it to shit right. after he hears what she's right. doing in order to like get what he needs. He still can't like appreciate like how terrified his family is where they wouldn't go to the funeral where he's only thinking what's the world gonna think if my family's not there and mm-hmm. i'm about to ascend to power like it's just so sick right it's and another so reason sick. why he can't like he is trying so hard to be logan yeah and he is not like he is and he, not he doesn't smart understand enough. that that's a good thing right right <laughs> like like if he could go to therapy and realize like mm-hmm. that's a good thing let's harness those parts of you right. that aren't like him and just stop trying right. kendall and take your bazillion dollars take a like two years off get really good therapy get sober and then get into music you know do what you want kendall right. be a like, rapper right it was it was it was really hard to watch i think at the end, you know, I felt sorry for for um, Kendall, but I was kind of like done with him. You know, Until he again scenes. is like walking toward the water. Mm. And once again, we're thinking, will he or won't he? Yeah. You know, will he or won't he? And then the bodyguards like 
lurking in the back because I think he knows what's about to happen. And I think a lot of people think he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of think he did, like, after it cut to black. Yeah. It reminded me of kind of like The Sopranos where it cuts to black. Um, But if not then, I feel like yeah, Soon. there's there's, you know, without help or without some shift, I, I we see kind of like an overdose accidental maybe right. or intentional or right. something with water, which he seems to really like. Yeah, he's like that that sort of the theme of water and Kendall throughout the whole show has been so interesting. Right. And I'm sure that's intentional. Yeah. Yep. The pool um, and then him kind of, you know, walking out. Even like when they were at the mom's island and he's like swimming out to the raft and they're thinking about murdering him. It's in the middle of yep. water, you know, drowning with the the waiter at his yep. wedding was in yep. water. Like there's some then he takes that bath. Like there's something about water. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, maybe Kendall take some time off, get some therapy and then become a swim instructor. Or do something with water. Do something with like water, like aqua therapy mm-hmm. or something, you know, like help other people in the yeah. water. But he's not. He won't. No, he won't. No. He can't possibly. Um, and then, so we wanted to briefly talk a little bit about Tom and Greg. And, and then I decided banter. I also want to give Willa a little, <laughs> oh, a little yeah. do because yeah. God, I love Willa. But yeah, Tom and Greg, the disgusting brothers. How did you feel when Tom put that purple stick? On oh my his gosh! Forehead. <laughs> I really liked it. I like almost cried. Yeah. He was like, I'm choosing. You. I want you. Yep. Yep. It was, first of all, that he kept the stickers right from the, he just happened to have it and then he put it right on his head. And I, I really like Tom in Tom and Greg. Me too. Greg is like, Greg was just like bothersome to me. I thought he was so irritating within the funeral. Like he was dynamic, like like the grief and being sorry and like trying to hug them. And they were like, Greg, get out. Like, you're so annoying. Like you don't care it's so it's so clear that you're trying to attach yourself to someone yeah but again it's like that tracks for him like oh yeah i kept hoping that greg was gonna be like kind of normal and might save the day especially with the election mm-hmm. when he was like it's my job you know he was talking right. to that girl that i think he was kind of seeing but nope he just yep. falls right in line he wants the power too and again it was like that that sticker scene with Tom and Greg was like so endearing but also not right because i think tom is like i need greg right and he tom needs someone to beat up on yeah. the way he's beat up on metaphorically mm-hmm. by everyone around him like he needs someone to quite physically yeah beat up on when he gets upset right mm-hmm. and like that's the purpose greg serves so then it's kind of icky i felt like greg evened the power dynamic a little bit by slapping tom back in the bathroom like i think if tom had just done it it would have felt like obviously but worse yeah but by like greg kind of coming back it was then more just like a slap fight um and maybe tom likes i about i think so i think he was he's proud of him right when he like backstabs someone oh um or when he's like blackmailing people so i think he was like happy to see that reaction right and i think like and that way it's weird because you might think that Tom wants someone below him who's just like Tom, who he can just totally abuse and manipulate and will do whatever mm-hmm. he says. And Greg isn't quite like that. Right. Like Greg held on to the documents. Mm-hmm. He slaps him back. He has backstabbed right. him and stuff. And Tom kind of like likes that. Mm-hmm. Just like in Shiv, actually, if you think about it, Tom's like attracted yep. to that. And in that way, Tom kind of reminds me of Roman and being attracted to these people mm-hmm. who – like serve a purpose and hurt you. Yeah. 
He gave an interview, um, Matthew, mm. and he was talking about some of like the just the the voice tones. And when he is talking to Greg, there's like a lot of pauses. Um, it's more like like blunted or, or loud. Mm. And then when he's talking to Shiv, he he gets a little bit of a high pitched voice. And he said that was out of like fear. Oh, this is so interesting. I want to watch that interview. Mm-hmm. That is so fascinating. Because, you know, oh, 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 or Shiv, Shiv has the yep. power yep. until now. Right. Yeah. God, what a fascinating character. I want to see what happens with Tom and Greg. Like, I would like a spinoff yeah. of them. Um, also, I just thought it was so interesting to me how Greg was so tall. I think I looked it up and he's six feet, seven inches. So he's way tall. And just the whole dynamic of him being mm. this like random cousin with no power. He's trying to worm his way in. But he has this height and this stature and like how that just lends yeah. him to having this power in the room that other people below yep. him don't have. It's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like he's hard to miss. So exactly. He's always kind of noticed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Willa. God bless Willa. Like. She's going to live in Logan's big house with her cow print couch (laughs) all by herself because she's found a way for Connor to be some ambassador somewhere or something. Slovenia. Uh, Or even if that doesn't pan out, which it probably won't, let's be honest. Like, she'll find a way for Mm -hmm. him to go back to Montana or or something, and she's just going to live it up. Willa and Greg are clever and like in different ways. Yes. Um, yeah. I think they're both good at getting their needs met. You know, I think they have different personalities and stuff like that, but I think they, you know, are, know how to play the game, know how to ultimately get what they want. I think, you know, I see Will as a little bit more likable than Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, maybe, I, maybe some people feel the other way around, mm-hmm. but I just think it's interesting. Yeah. This show, man, what a great show. I'm really going to miss it. I'm really sad it's over, but I also feel like it is this is the ending. Yeah. You know, like this feels like, okay, this is the ending. Roman, we both have the most hope for. Yeah. Right. In so terms of getting scene, into therapy. He's having a martini, which we oh. think could be related to as a, you know, as a cheers to, to um, Jerry. Jerry or Shiv. Right. Um, and he's out, you and know. he looked like peaceful yeah. and content. Yeah. I don't think he'll get therapy. I don't think he'll get DBT or anything. Um, but Maybe. But maybe he'll, like, stumble across on his world journeys, you know, or some, he'll like, become, retreat. like, sucked into a cult. Yeah. You know. I was going to say, which is funny, or join some, like, wellness center, which is yeah. also known as sometimes Sometimes a they're a little culty, yeah. <laughs> but I could see that, you know, him kind of accidentally stumbling into something that's actually helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiv, you know, she is... Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, she I is have attached to ATN and Royco slash Gojo. I feel like she is just going to live such an empty, mm. sad life. Yeah. And she doesn't have to, mm-hmm. right? Like she could make different decisions and really like learn to heal right. and do some attachment parenting she with her child. She still has the wealth. I you know, know what I mean? Like, like, but it's not about the money. Exactly. Like the money is not the thing for them. It's the power yeah. and like the getting one over yeah. and... And then, you know, Jeremy Strong talked about an alternative ending where he felt compelled because he's a method actor, as we've talked about, to to almost, you know, act a scene where he kills himself. So he's like climbing over the edge and and he gets stopped by someone else on set. I think it was the bodyguard. 
um, yeah, I, I could totally see that happening. Or like we said, like an overdose mm-hmm. in the next year or two, whether intentional or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll ever see his kids again mm. after that whole thing. Like, yeah. I kind of hope not. That scene made me so uncomfortable. Or he's like literally getting in the way of the car. Like, and the kids are watching all of this. Like, it's, oh. You're just like, if this is what you're doing in broad daylight mm-hmm. in front of people, what did you do to this family in the yeah. you know privacy of your home? Oh, makes me scared. Yeah. And Connor, I think, will be okay. Yeah. He'll you either know? be a diplomat somewhere. No, that will or not happen. he will be... Go back to his little ranch. You know, in the middle of nowhere, conserving water and having a little, a little empire. I think Carl and Frank, as they kind of... You know, giggled to each other. <laughs> what do you think? You know, do you yeah. want to stick stick around? And they were both like, maybe. So, like, I don't know if they can detach themselves. From I don't know this. if Tom will keep him around though. I could. He doesn't. I, he him. said that no. Like yeah. he said goodbye. But like I thought that was funny. How it's like you guys have been trying to get this golden parachute forever. Yeah. And yet you're thinking about staying. Right. I, that just Leave. speaks Retire. to like like all of you. Yeah. Just like go on your merry way. Yeah. It's wild. The power of power. So stick around. You know, we, we're, we'll we be covering more Max shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully that have also good good intro music as well. White Lotus is coming exactly. up. Exactly. Euphoria. Speaking so, of cults, we're going to be talking about Yellow Jackets season two yep. in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. And, and find us on Instagram at Analyze Scripts. We're on TikTok now at Analyze Scripts Podcast. And um, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends near and far. Yeah, thanks for listening. All right. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of analyzed scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe, that's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time.